Reverend Albert Olufemi Oduwale oversees many organizations worldwide, including the Trump Foundation, a fast-growing network of churches. He is the CEO of Get Inspired Inc., a peak performance consulting incorporation. He is well sought after by several civic, corporate, and Christian organizations to teach and train in Africa, Asia, Europe, and North America. He is an international certified relationship coach with over 25 years' experience and holds online and on-site love clinics that attract thousands of people across nations, congregations, and generations. He has been happily married to his lovely wife, CJ, for over two decades, and together they preside over World Ablaze Mission International, a multifaceted mission comprising of an international outreach ministry, training centers, publishing outfit, media corporation, and a fast-growing network of churches. Triumphant nation everywhere. Please make welcome with a standing ovation to World Explosion 2022, Reverend Albert Inifemi Ojuale. Somebody shout hallelujah. Are you happy you are here? Can we lift up our hands and give him praise? If not for the Lord that's on our side, where we, we have been, He's kept us, He's blessed us, He's increased and equipped us. Father, we're grateful. We're grateful, we're grateful. He that is not grateful is a grateful. We're grateful for all you have done. Send your word tonight that we will never remain the same again. We give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name we worship. Before you sit down, can you celebrate Pastor Banja and his lovely wife for me? Wow, I'm not satisfied. Come on, do it better, do it better, do it better, do it better. We have come a long way. I am grateful for the gift of them. Steadfast, consistent, with integrity. Put your hands together, please. And um, from accurate so Lagos the hand of God has been strong upon them it takes somebody like him to get me to come to Lagos tonight tomorrow is my father's 85th Thanksgiving birthday Thanksgiving and my parents 56th wedding anniversary Thanksgiving but by all means I said I've got to come under normal circumstances, I should also be on my way to Toronto tomorrow night. So it was meant to be, I come in for this meeting, go back to it by the, the morning, come back at night. Though that had changed, amen. amen. Because there are principalities and powers. <laughs> Bishop Francis Paliuki wanted me to speak at the minister's conference of the 40th anniversary of Holy Ghost Convention. And when men like that make a request... You can crump under your breath, but you just align. Amen. Amen. So I'm excited to be here. My wife sends her love and her regards. Praise God. And I saw my daughter that I named. It's up to five years. Wow, they grow so fast, man. She's looking beautiful and pretty. Thank you for doing a good job of parenting. The greatest challenge of our generation and the next 
is that people that were not well parented are now parenting. And it's a big, big, big challenge. So we've got to do an extra job of parenting well. Because our children, we have to mingle with the children of the people that were not parented well. So we need to make sure the light shines so much that darkness can't cover it. There is no other way to go about it. And that's very important. Hallelujah. I'm here with Reverend Sam Nike. Let's make him feel welcome. He drove me all the way from Ibarat to Abekuta, Abekuta here. And the time it took us to get here from Abekuta is the normal time from here to London. <laughs> if you had flown to London, we would be in London conveniently by now. <laughs> and Pastor Daniel Uchekere, can we make him feel welcome? I celebrate all the men of God in the house. Bishop, God bless you. I saw the snippet of yesterday and um, I said, wow, I don't need to do too much work. They have scattered everything already. Praise God. You can be seated. God bless you. I preached somewhere in London. A woman came to me and said, wow, I love you so much. I wish I could take you home with me. I said, two problems. My wife will fight you. Your husband will kill me. And I plan to live long. I said to her, you don't need to take me home with you. You need to take my materials home with you. So I always carry my materials with me. There is one year called surviving betrayer. Not avoiding betrayer, surviving betrayer. You can never avoid it, but you can survive it. Because Jesus had 12, one of them betrayed him. breakfast, amen. Your home might not be in relationship. Your home might be in ministry, might be in leadership. But breakfast is common to her. And until you survive it, you don't go far. There is a book here written by my wife and I. Five, five chapters, no cheating. I love my spouse, but... Because for several years, I have people say, sorry, I still do. People that said I do are saying I'm done, I'm done for, I'm done, done, I'm not doing it again. But you can still do. We've been married for 50, 24 years and we are still doing. Amen. There's a book here, Seven Things Champions Do Before Breakfast. Very powerful book. It was Solomon that says, Woe unto you when your prince eat in the morning. And I said, What is the problem that Solomon had with breakfast? Then I discovered that he said, The problem is not the breakfast. The problem is when and why you eat breakfast. He said it should be for strength, not for drunkenness. So I studied a thousand champions to know why, what they do before breakfast. That is a very powerful book here. I love my spouse, but, but what? Here I wrote the story of a man that came home, carried his wife and started dancing. The wife was happy, the wife was elated. The wife said, ah, you carry me, you are dancing. Are you drunk? The guy said, I'm not drunk. I'm coming from church. Ah. What did Pastor Banji teach that makes you to come home and carry me and you are dancing? He said, Pastor told us to go home and carry our bodies with joy. <laughs> so if care is not taking your spouse, that should be your blessing and become your body. When I mentioned this book somewhere, one pastor's wife shouted, The blood of Jesus is the prostitute's approach to business. Proverbs chapter 7, Solomon stood by the window and saw a prostitute at work. And in certain things that prostitute did that changed the game. If you will do it in your ministry, in your business, in your career, you will now know why prostitutes don't do billboard, they don't do handbill, they don't do complimentary card, they don't do radio or TV advert. But yet, in every economic doom, they have a boom. The secret is here. My second to the last book is Marimatics. Not mathematics, but Marimatics. The almighty formula for marrying right. 
The problem in life is, the, is very interesting. There is no institution where marriage is taught yet. Marriage is the only institution where they give you certificate before you start the learning. So I wrote a book to help you navigate the almighty formula of marrying right. My latest book is Matrimony. Not matrimony, but matrimony. The balance between romance and finance. The ladies in my church, they told me that love is sweet, but when money enters, love is sweeter. Thank you. That's what they told me. I wrote in that book how we navigated from not enough to just enough to more than enough and how to do it. Praise God. Tomorrow, the spiritual juggernaut himself will be here. Eh? Bring all your friends, your relatives, your associates, your neighbors, and your enemies. Because Reverend Kotila is a, is a bulwark of the anointing. And I'm sure you will not regret coming. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, yes! I want to talk about seasons tonight, especially three seasons. There is something in the Bible about three. Somebody shout three. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, shout three. You are a spiritual being, so you live in a body, shout three. Outer court, inner court, holy of holy, shout three. You are a man, M-A-N, shout three. M for morning, A for afternoon, N for night, man, shout three. Jesus spent three days in death, shout three. Jonah was permitted the third day, shall three. The Bible said there are three that bear witness in heaven, shall three. There are three that bear witness on earth, shall three. Jesus rose the third day, shall three. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, shall three. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, shall three. Peter, James, and John, shall three. They said, let us make three tabernacles. Somebody shall three. The Bible said the kingdom of God is not meet and reap, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, shall three. The Bible said there are remaining three, faith, hope, and love, child three. The Bible made us to realize the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Somebody shout three. When Jesus was born, they gave him three kinds of gifts. Somebody shout three. Even the stupid devil said, I've come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Shout three. That might be why I have three children. Amen. And some of you need to do more. Praise God. I want to talk about three seasons of life. And interpose the seasons of what the devil does and what God does. Are you ready for that? All right. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 16. This is the word of the prophet. And he said about this season. Somebody shout about this season. According to the time of life. Thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, nay, my Lord. The man of God don't lie to thy handmaiden. One of the things we know about the Bible is the Bible means just to realize there are times and seasons. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says to everything that is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Then you talk about a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck and a time to be planted and a time to kill and a time to heal and you talk about a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Then he said God makes verse 11 all things beautiful in his time. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 6. He said, to every purpose, there is time and judgment. One translation said, there is time and discernment. Another one said, there is time and opportunity. 
Therefore the misery of man is great upon him. For he does not know what shall be or who can tell him when. So the reason why man has misery is because he does not understand what or when of what's going to be. One of my favorite is Daniel chapter 2 verse 21. Daniel 2.21 said, God changes times and seasons. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he's a professional at changing times and seasons. He removed kings and set up kings. He gave wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that have understanding. Times and seasons. First Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32. The Bible said the children of Issachar which were men that had understanding of the time. Not only did they understand time, they know what Israel ought to do. So it's one thing to understand time. It's another thing to know what you ought to do. Did anybody get what I'm saying? You need to understand times and seasons. And many a times, many a times we judge our time and season by what the devil is doing, forgetting that whatever the devil is doing, God has something he's doing. Did anybody get what I'm saying? It's not the only the devil that can do. Bishop just said it right now. John chapter 10 verse 10. He said, the devil has come to kill, to steal, to destroy. Three. He said, but before you think the devil is the only one that can come, I come also. I come also. And when I come, I come that you may have life. And have it in abundance. Have it till overflow. So glory to God. One time I said, but God, why must it overflow? Psalm 23. He said, my cup runneth over. Don't you know the size of my cup? God said, I do. I just want to use you to show off. Hallelujah. I just want to, to show up, to show up, to let people know that I can bless you enough that it overflows. It's not that I don't know the size of your cup. I just want to use you to show up. So many a times, we judge ourselves by seasons of what the devil is doing, forgetting that when the devil has done, it comes also. It comes also. That is why the greatest mistake you can make in life is to judge people by their season. Hey! Because the season they're going through is not the season that they're going to go into. Oh, Bishop Saluki said to me one time, is anybody that does not associate with you when you are small, when you become big, don't associate with them. There are seasons in life. Everybody that gets to where they are started from where they were. It's times and seasons. It's time and season. I used to pastor a big church of 12 and a half people. Somebody said, where did you get 12 and a half? We had one guy, big, dark. He comes to church every Sunday. But immediately he sits down and we sleep off. When we finish service, we wake him up. We are done. Oh. He says, oh, thank you, pastor. Powerful message. <laughs> so one day I saw two ushers arguing. They all was arguing with Tayo. Tayo said, don't count him. He does not come. The other said, but he comes. The boy does not listen to anything. I said, stop arguing. Count him half. So after that, I will say 11 and a half people, 12 and a half people. Wow. Seasons. Seasons. A so-called friend of mine and his friends, he came into my office years ago. And he said, oh, I brought my, my girlfriend to come and say hello to you. I said, hello. He said, hey, tell, he, tell her the name of your ministry. I said, what a bliss. He said, no, say everything. Me too, Mumushiously. I said, what a bliss, Missions International. They were laughing, they were rolling on the floor. Ah. I said, what is that? They said, say it again. Me too, Mumushiously, say it again. They laughed. So I said, why are you laughing? They said, is that international? Is that international? You go from Abulegba, 
to Agonwoye. Agonwoye. <laughs> you call that international. Ah! I pretended as if he didn't pay me. But when they left, I said, God, it's only that God is international. It's you that told me it's international. God said, stop that. It's his season. I don't speak your experience. I speak my expectation. And it's a matter of time. There is no difference between a woman that is pregnant and a woman that is carrying a baby. Both of them are carrying something. One is carrying a hone in her hand. The other one is carrying a hone in her womb. But both of them are carrying something. Turn to your neighbor and say, I carry something also. I carry, I carry something. I was preaching in this Lagos. And a woman came to me and said, excuse me, I'm pregnant. I said, I can see it. Your tummy is so long. He said, but the problem is the baby is not kicking. And the doctors told me that maybe the baby is there. That she come for evacuation on Monday. This was Sunday. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. He said, no, don't be sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. I've heard of you. You're an anointed man of God. Pray that my baby will come alive. Yeah. Doctor said the baby is there. Say yes. Since when? Say the baby has no kids for about three days. They are evacuating tomorrow. Yes. Ah, and you know, men of God, we have style. When your faith is not strong, you now pray long prayer with beautiful words. So say, Our Father, omnipotent, omnipotent, the King of all kings, the El Shaddai, double breasted one. All of a sudden, the woman said, Hey, I quickly open my house. What's the problem? The woman said the baby kicked. <laughs> Yay! The baby was tired of my long prayer. The baby kicked. So he said, hey. Say, hey. Tell your neighbor, that's my baby that kicked. Say, hey. That's my new car. Say, hey. That's my promotion. Hey. That's my new season. Hey. That's my passport. Hey. That's my visa. Give God a shout. Times and seasons. Them that laugh at my international can't laugh now. I was telling them in Abekuta yesterday that May I came to this Lagos. From Lagos, my wife and I went to Poraco. From Poraco, we came back to Lagos. From Lagos, I went to London. Then I came back to Lagos in the morning. I left for Kigali, Rwanda in the afternoon. Then from there, I came back to Lagos, spent one night, then moved to Calabar. Spent some days in Calabar, came back to Lagos, Lagos to Ibadan. Ibadan, back to Lagos, Lagos to Cairo. Then from Cairo, I went to Toronto. From Toronto, I went to Tulsa, uh, to Texas. From Texas, I went to, to Baltimore. From Baltimore, I came back to Toronto. Then from Toronto, I went to Edmonton. Then from Edmonton, I came back to Toronto. Toronto to Cairo. Oh, come on now. International. international is not international. There are seasons. There are seasons. That is why I love to say, don't marry a man because he has television. Marry him because he can tell you a vision. Because one day television will pack up. But if he can tell you a vision, not only will he get you television, we put you on television. <laughs> when I married my wife, she moved into my house. May 1998. I didn't have a television. I had a television stand. It was the television that was not there. How do you know I'm a man of faith? The stand was there. The TV had not come. I told her, I said, don't worry. If you marry me, not only will I buy you television, I will put you on television that I've done. Don't marry what a man is driving. Marry what is driving him. When she married me, I didn't have a car. I said, I'll give you a brand new car. That I've done. <laughs> Times and seasons. In 2 Kings chapter 4, we saw the story of a woman. 
the Shunammite woman is called, she is called. In verse 8 of 2 Kings chapter 4, the Bible said there was a day Elisha was passing by to Shunam, and there was a great woman, great woman, but she constrained him to eat, and so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned it out to her to eat. She, he was passing by often. Oh my God. Or a robot said, many of us are miracles coming by and passing by us every day. Every day. But we didn't know how to tap it and keep it. This woman saw him and said, this is my miracle. Passing by. And she made the room for him. And she said to the man, just stay here and do whatever you want to do. And men of God should know that when somebody bless you, you should bless them in return. That is something strong about being a man of God. In the Old Testament, when a man has leprosy and he thinks he's healed, they will say, go and show yourself to the priest. That's why Jesus said to those ten lepers, go show yourself to the priest. Why? Because leprous people, they are ants secret water. And if that water touched somebody in those days, the leprosy transfer. So, I said to myself, why must they go and show the priest? Because the priest has humanity. The priest has immunity. He touch you, you don't catch it. That is how we can lay hands on COVID victims. <laughs> hey! So the woman said, I've got to tap so what this man has. Then the man called him. I called her. And oh my God, see what the prophet said. He said, what do you need? Because I know the king. And I know the brigade commander. And the woman said, don't worry, I live in the midst of my people. Then Gehazi said, he lacked child. So the number one season is the season of lack. Every man experiences season of lack. A season when something is missing. Season of lack is very interesting. This woman, notice she was great. She was wealthy. Notice she could perceive that this is a man of God. Notice she said, I live in the midst of my people. I don't need connection. But yes, she needs a baby. I've discovered that in life, many a times you have some, you don't have some. Lacks come. Don't define your life by that lack. All my mates are married, only me remain, but you are healthy. The man came to me and said, excuse me, sir, uh, nothing is working. Nothing. My, my, I don't have a job. I mean, my career is not working. In fact, on top of that, my wife now got pregnant. Nothing is working. I looked at him and said, oh, sorry. How is that your kidney problem? He said, what, sir? I said, no, your kidney problem. Now. Ah, God forbid, I don't have kidney problem. Oh, I said, it's liver. Ah, pastor, why are you talking like this now? I don't have liver problem. Eh? I thought you said nothing is working. Eh? You even impregnated your wife. And nothing is working. Don't let your lack cover your face. She was, in fact, when the man of God said, you lack a child, you have a child. She said, hey, don't lie to me, man of God. Another funny thing is that some of us have gotten used to the lack that we don't bother again. But when time and season comes, the prophet said, by this season, according to the time of life, I decree and declare over your life. Hakatele Promoko Yiga. The anniversary of this convention next year will be the anniversary of your testimony. Because that which you lack will be supplied. That which you lack is supplied. 
that which you lack is supply that which you lack is supply in the name of jesus philippians chapter one said prayer produce supply of the spirit i decree and declare that all that you desire that has not touched your hand receive it now receive it now receive it now receive it now in the name of jesus sit down years ago a lady started coming to our church and invited my wife and i to her house and we went there we got to her house she cooked us a good meal and then we were eating i think it was the food that was the problem and it made me to ask her ah, excuse me how long have you been married they've been married for like six seven years so we are the children he said we don't have every time i get pregnant he comes and say hey i kept on eating my rice so jelly my wife kicked me under the table you wives i said what is it now he said you are eating i said taste it it's very sweet she said you didn't hear what she said i said i had but taste the rice <laughs> she shook her head but when i finished i said kneel down exactly a year after i was in america when my wife called me they were going for the naming but it was not the naming of a baby, it was the naming of babies. So hear me. Season of lack will always lead to season of provision. Never forget that. Season of lack is an opportunity for God to show himself as your provider. And that will be your experience in the name of Jesus. Ephesians 3.20 says God is able to do exceeding abundantly far above all you ask or dare to think according to his power that worketh in you wow so don't bother about season of lack it leads to season of provision i've been there before that you don't have a clue where it's going to come from we were to roof the cathedral you it was there some weeks ago we wanted to roof the cathedral Tower aluminium from Lagos, they are the best in Nigeria. They gave us a bill of 8 million. Then, camp meeting was coming that year. I think it was 2016 or so. 2016. And I sent for them. I said, come and see what we can do about this thing. No. They came. They said, because of Wari regime, it has jumped from 8 million to 12 million. I was eating. The spoon dropped. Ah. Then I called Pastor Tolu, the accountant. I said, come on. Can you hear what these people are saying? They said, 8 million, I jumped to 12 million. And me, I was thinking that the 2 million we saved before, we will just give them so that Pastor Lou said, we 2 million. I said, the one I told you not to touch. He said, but sir, you also told me to do this, do this, do this, do this. We have spent it. Hey! Hey! Problem! We have announced camp meeting was going to be at the cathedral. What will we do? So one day, one of my sons came in. He said, Reverend, are you doing? Ah, by now, they should have been doing the roofing. Ah, I said, let me tell you what happened. No, you know, I thought it was 8 million. Now they came to 12 million. If I had the 2 million, I thought we said, he said, hey, it's okay. I said, what do you mean? It's okay. You are not listening to me. 8 million became 12 million. He said, it's okay now. What do you mean it's okay now? You didn't see what I'm saying. Even the two million I thought I would give them to start, we don't have. And he said, it's okay. I said, what do you mean it's okay? 
He said, give me 12 million, I'll pay for it. I said, oh, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. I know, oh, it's okay. Uh, now I know the meaning of it's okay. Oh, it's okay. God will give you his okay miracle. In the name of Jesus. That need will provoke a supply. In the name of Jesus. That need will provoke a supply. That need will provoke a supply. That need will provoke a supply. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Sit down. I think it was 2018. I was going to preach in America. And my children said to me, Daddy, if you go to America, check uh, Disney World, though we want to do vacation in Disney World. Uh, I said, no problem. Oh, Disney World. Uh, don't worry, we'll do it. Uh, we'll do a family vacation, Disney World. So I go to America. I call somebody that lives in Disney. I say, what does it cost? When he told me what it cost, I said, okay. So I came back home. They said, Daddy, they said, we are going to America, but I don't think we should go to Disney World. You see, Disney World is not like we... Uh, they said, Daddy, it's everything. I said, leave me. You don't understand what it costs. So I told my children to forget about it. But one of them said, but Daddy, now, we can pray. I said, go pray. But me, that kind of money I don't get. I'm still building cathedral. Then we finished somewhere, and somebody walked up to me and said, excuse me, sir, I have a problem. I said, okay, what's it? I wanted to lay and say, wait, sir. He said, the problem is that I booked my own family for vacation in December in Disney World. But work won't allow me to make it. Then I know that you normally take vacation in December. If you don't mind, sir, we have already booked the place. We booked three square meals every day. If you will help me, sir, to take it. I said, eh, you want me to help you? I'm anointed to have. I decree tonight as your amen with thunder. Your season of luck give way to season of provision. In the name of Jesus. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Time is going. Yay! For some of you, it's not money, it's husband. Receive it. It's a child. Receive it. It's a visa. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Then by verse 18 of that second Kings chapter 4, the woman life entered into another season. The season of loss. The miracle baby died from the season of lack that provoked provision the next thing she saw loss but you know you need to understand that if you can just pause to think that he has done it before he will do it again the bible said the boy shouted in verse 19 my head my head and died but the boy the mother said it is where he said, get me a saddle. I'm going to go and meet the man of God. Ha! Madam! It is where? Any problem? It is where? Then when he, he got to the prophet, he said, did you lie to me? 
Did I not tell you I don't need a child until you gave me this one? Now I've lost. But the man of God said, Gazi, go and do it. Look, if you are serving this man of God, don't be a Gazi in the house. Gazi does not carry the spirit of the man they serve. And they are too much in a hurry. Do you know when Gazi went to collect what he should not collect? The prophet did not say he should not have collected. The prophet said, is it time? Is it time? There is a time to collect. There is a time not to collect. Time is the issue. Time and seasons. Gazi went with the mantle of the man of God. Nothing happened. Then the man went. He laid on the boy seven times. The boy stood up. For every season of loss, there is a restoration. I command whatever you have lost, restoration now. Restoration now. The devil come to steal, to kill, to destroy. But that is not the end of your story. Your story does not end until there is a restoration. Receive restoration. Receive restoration. Receive restoration. In the name of Jesus. Joel 2.25 says, I will restore to you the years. They said time lost can never be regained. The devil is a liar. God punished the devil and his mother-in-law. Time lost can be regained. Time lost can be regained. I'm the third born of four children. Our first one, at the time, started playing. Didn't do well in school. When all his friends were graduating in secondary school, he didn't graduate with them. My parents would dream to in those days what we call polite school. And he was demeaning in those days. But he passed his exam. My dad said, come and go to university. He said, it's poorly. I want to go to. That slowed him down again. Then he got born again. Everything changed. Restoration started. While he was serving, Stalin Beecham, in those days, employed him. From there, they moved him to Lagos. He started living somewhere in first time. We passed by there when we were coming here. Then God started blessing him. He built his own house and owned the street. The street is Pastor Shalau Duole Street. Today, he's a provincial pastor for Redeem in Cape Town. He has a PhD. Last week, he called me. He was on his way to America. Listen, don't get lost with your losses. Don't get lost with your losses. It's a matter of time. Oh, there is a God of restoration. Some time ago, some young boy carried gun, came to meet me at home. And they said, we are driving in. They said, we've been sent to kill you. I said, not me. Wrong address. They said, you are bold to say that to us. Why won't I be bold? They carry gun. I carry God. God is greater than God. Then they took, I just bought a brand new car then. Brand new. I bought it somewhere in Lagos here. Straight from the factory. Kilometer zero, 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 zero. With nylon on it. It's not only bread that comes with nylon. No. New car, they get nylon. And my children say, Daddy, they've stolen our car. Hey, no, no, they borrowed it. When you know your God, you know it's not stolen, it's just borrowed. And the next day I got a call from the police station. We found your car. I know you will find it. Because when the devil wants to buga with loss, God the greatest buga will buga with restoration. 
and I'm here to declare it's your season of restoration for everything you have lost is your season of restoration it's your season of restoration it's your season of restoration in the name of Jesus so the lack provision loss restoration but there is one more season Second Kings chapter 8 verse 1 this same woman then speak Elisha unto the woman whose son he had restored to life did you see that her story had become a story of restoration they didn't say the woman that didn't have a child before or the woman that lost her child before they were not talking the problem they were talking the solution one day you will not look at yourself by what you have been through you will look at yourself by what you have gotten where you have gotten to not what you have been through because the same god overrode his reach unto all what he has done for one he can do for all one man's testimony is another man's possibility it's your own season now there was famine in the land and Elisha told the woman go and she went and as soon as she was away for seven years by the time she came back they have taken over all the land so it looks as if she was late <laughs> and in those days there was a conscientious king in place that king he, he said when all of you left us in trouble if you come back to ask for your property we will kill you and he had killed many but the Bible said, by the word of a prophet, she left. By the word of a prophet, she came back. And she told everybody, I'm going to go and demand for my land and my house. And they told her not to do it. But you know, when people tell you something is impossible, it is impossible for them. It does not mean it's impossible for you. They are speaking from their experience, but you know where God has brought you from. You know. You know. You've been there. You've seen the acts of God. Don't listen to what they are saying. They told her, don't go. She said, me, I don't go. Because you don't know my story. I've worked with God long enough to know he can do exceedingly abundantly. I'm going to go demand. And she went. Something very funny happened that day. The king just woke up and said, I want to hear a story. <laughs> In those days, there were storytellers in the palace. That's their job. And they lined up to tell stories. I don't want to hear all those stories. I want something that really happened of late. They said, we don't know stories that happened of late. Too. Then somebody said, ah, there was one prophet who, Gehazi was his boy. That prophet, if Gehazi tell you the thing, say, go and call Gehazi. So they brought Gehazi. So the prophet said, tell me. And Gehazi was telling him, you know, that was my, my master. Ah, he was anointed. One day, there was this. Eh? Another day, there was that. Eh? In fact, one day, we heard in the house of one woman. When we finished it, my, my prophet prayed. The woman got the baby. Eh? In fact, on top of that, the baby now died. Then my prophet now restored the baby. Now so the king's in a lie. Gas is in a true. Not lie. Not true. Not lie. Not true. Ah, the king said, we cut your head. You are lying to me. Ah. Gazi said, no, sir, it is, it is a true, no, it's a lie, it is a true, sir, it's a lie. While that was going on, they had a noise. <laughs> when is your season of compensation, God will order your steps. You just find yourself at the right place at the right time. The woman walked in. 
I want my land. I want my house. Gazi thought, well, at least this one will die before I die. The king said, Who is that? Bring them. As they brought them, Gazi started jumping. This is the woman. This is the child. This is the woman. This is the child. And the king said, Is it so? The woman said, Yes. King said, Number one, restore to this woman all her land, all her property. But that is not all. The seven years of lateness, she didn't come. Everything they have done on that land, give it to her. God just turned her exile to live with pay. I decree and declare over you now a season of compensation. I say receive a season of compensation for what you have lost, a season of compensation for what is spoiled, season of compensation for what is taken from you, season of compensation in the name of Jesus look at me when God compensates you it is as if you never lost anything I was sharing the story one of our churches I was in London, the son of mine came to pick me from the airport in his beautiful Volvo wine color, took me to the hotel took me around London, took me back to the airport I got to Nigeria, I called him to say thank you, and I said so how is that your cute Volvo car then he laughed how <laughs> uh, is your car you are laughing <laughs> he said yes sir, he, he had accident yeah, I say, hey. Then he laughs again. <laughs> he had that saying, you are laughing. He said, yes, sir. It's good news. How can it be good news? <laughs> he said, the insurance gave me enough money to buy a newer version. Ah, I said, no wonder. I said, that's not even the news, sir. He said, the news is that the truck that hit my car is an oil tanker. So the judge told them to pay me compensation. He said, sir, without compensation, I don't need to work for five years. Then I saw me to join and the lab. <laughs> when compensation comes, the devil will regret that he messed with you. So amen with thunder. Receive your compensation. Receive your compensation. Receive your compensation. Receive your compensation in the name of Jesus. That is a guy in my church. They've denied him visa about six times. I used to joke with him that it was his money they used to buy new AC every time at the embassy. Then one day in a meeting like this, the anointing came upon me. And I said, come, what do you desire? He said, Reverend, you have never been refused visa. I want that grace. I lay hands on him. I said, the last refuser is the last refuser. It will shock you to know that a year after we were together at Texas airport. Then the boy woke up to me and said, excuse me, sir, please, where am I? Ah, I was afraid. I said, if you don't know where you are, there is a problem. He said, no, sir, just tell me, where am I? I said, ah. We are in Texas, not the airport. Then you laugh. <laughs> I know, sir. I just need to hear it. <laughs> when God will compensate you, 
you will drive to your house and say, hey, may God come. Whose house is this? Say, oh God, now your own. Now you say, I know. I just need to. You will walk to turn it back and say, I can number 0077225. How much is there? They say in Naira, 102 million. In dollars, 150,000 dollars. You will say, who is the owner of the account? They will say, oh, it's you, sir. You will say, I know. I just need to. You will wake up your wife and say, excuse me, Una, who be your husband? He said, now you because <laughs> I know I just want to I declare over you a season of compensation in the name of Jesus. My God changes season, he's changing your season. Your compensation is here. You will dance a new dance. You will sing a new song in the name of Jesus. Look at me. I was sharing a story yesterday. Years ago, I went to preach in the church in Ibadan. I got there late because they picked me late. So they were taking me through the back door. The pastor said, I'm sorry, sir, but the church is waiting. Let's go. As we were going, somebody, I believe, mistakenly bumped into me. The pastor gave him a knock. He sounded cow. I froze. I said, it's okay, it's okay. The pastor said, no, it's not okay, sir. How can the boy is, is too playful? That's how I'll be jumping around. How can a non-entity like him be bumping into a dignitary like you? I said, No, 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 it's okay. And I had the guy said, I'm sorry, sir, I'm sorry, sir. It's a mistake. When I had the voice, I stopped. I looked at him. I said, Taiwo. He looked at me. He said, Femi. Taiwo. Femi. Everybody was looking at us. Tears started rolling from his face. He said, are you the great man of God we have been expecting? I said, I don't know, but I'm the one preaching here. He started crying. The pastor said, where did you know this riffraff? I said, it's not riffraff. We were in school together. We were classmates. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was crying. I went, I preached. When I finished, he ran down, knelt down. Tears all over his face. He said, bless me. Man of God, bless me. I lay my hands on him. I said, I called for a 24-month total compensation. Exactly 24 months after. I flew into London, Heathrow. I wanted to buy something from WSP. Somebody tapped me from the back. I turned back. It was Taiwo. I shouted, Taiwo! He said, Femi. I said, what are you doing here? He said, well, you know, because of my business concern, I, I shuttle between Banana Island and Shafford 100. I said, I will slap you. He said, ah, what? Now? I said, I will slap you. Is this how you were speaking the last time I saw you? He said, not true, my brother. Now go butter my bread. Now go sugar my... That God will butter your bread. That God will sugar your tea. You will also testify. You will testify. You will testify. We had a girl in church. <laughs> she graduated, no job. She did interview, they didn't pick her. She came to a meeting like this. We had an all night in those days, Friday through Saturday. And I told her, I said, God told me it's a season of compensation. She said, Amen. 
inside of her, she said she's like, I've said, I've had that kind of a thing over and over. She went back home to sleep after all night. She had the bang on her door. Bang, 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 bang. She opened the door. What is the, what's the problem? Why are you banging my door? She said, we're looking for so and so. She said, that's my name. She said, we came to look for you from Eket. She said, for what? What did I do? I didn't commit any offense. She said, yes. Two years ago, you did an interview. She said, yes, I didn't pass. They said, we are sorry you passed. Eh? Two years ago, I passed. You had just come and said, yes. It was HR. She removed your name and put her cousin's name. But something happened to her overnight. She couldn't sleep. So she come in Lagos to come and look for you. And she sent me with a letter of employment backdated two years and a check of two years salary that she didn't work for. I said, what did you do? He said, do. He said I didn't sleep. He said, I will sleep and wake up. Said, is, is it a dream? Is this one dream or that one dream? Then we check the check. Put it back. Then wake up again. Compensation. When the devil brings lack, God brings provision. When the devil brings loss, God brings restoration. But when the devil brings lateness, God said to me, there are some people here, things have been slow. It looks as if your mate met you and left you behind. And he told me to come tonight to declare compensation over you. You will catch up. You will leave them behind. What was not enough will become more than enough. What was not working will start to work. In the name of Jesus, I declare over your life compensation now. Receive it one. Receive it two. Receive it three. In the name of Jesus. Listen. Times and seasons. One young man in Baltimore, Maryland, taught me about times and seasons. I went to preach in the church. I finished preaching. The young man ran after me. He looked like an African-American. Speaking phonetics like them. Then he said, but sir, I'm a Nigerian. I said, hey, you don't look like it. Too. He said, yes, sir. I came to bless you. Give me a good offering. He said, but sir, I need you. He didn't tell, ask me anything, though. Maybe not the offering. Make me to ask me anything. Don't ask me. I said, what do you want? He said, that this company I want to work on, multinational company. I want to work there. Pray for me. I prayed for him. And I spoke like a man of God. Next year, when I come for this convention, you'll be working there. Amen. So the next year, I saw him. He was coming to me. I see envelope in his hand. I was very happy. He said, sir, I just came to bless you. I said, thank you. I said, far is with your job? He said, no, they didn't pick me. Huh? I said, don't worry. Now it will happen. They thought year I was there. As I saw him coming, I asked the pastor, this guy, how far? He said, oh, no, he didn't get the job. Eh? I said, time to escape. I said, I'm in a hurry to the hotel. Is there? The pastor said, yes, there is back door. The guy said, I want to see you. So I said, no, 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 I'm in a hurry. The guy knew the way. He blocked me the other way. I said, yes, I don't have that trouble. 
said, I just want to bless you, sir. Ha. I said, uh, how far with that? He said, oh, don't worry. I bought the company. But I said, sit down. He said, you say you are in Aurisa. Where am I going? <laughs> How will I get over and tell my wife I didn't hear that kind of story? Sit down. You bought the multinational company. He said, yes, sir. I said, How? He said, They had some challenges. Two or three of my friends got with good force and idea. We made some money and were able to buy it. He said, When you prayed for me the first time, I knew that God had answered. The lay is not denier. It was him that now preached to me. I don't know who I'm talking to. It looks as if the wall of God over your life had fallen to the ground. By decree and declare compensation now. Compensation now. Compensation now. In the name of Jesus. You will testify. You will testify. You will testify. In the name of Jesus. Two things I want to say. One. One thing is consistent in the life of this woman. A connection to a prophet. That's it. She just refused to joke with his word. If God put on that like this. Don't bother about the lack. The season we changed provision. Don't bother about the loss. The season we changed to restoration. Don't bother about the lateness. It will lead to compensation. The other thing, it was a gift that opened the doors for her. This man passing by I perceive he's a man of God. Let's give, not because of him, but to his God. Somebody said, this is under grace. Giving does not matter. I said, it's Acts chapter 10, under grace. Cornelius was a non-believer. He was praying and giving. Normally, we go to God for salvation. It was God that came to him for salvation. And the angel said, your giving attracted God's attention, no? Then God went to wake up a prophet. The prophet said, we don't preach to Gentiles. God said, shut up. This is a different kind of Gentile. It was that Gentile that opened the door for all of us to come in. I want to just take a seat tonight. Didn't discuss that with Pastor. Just a small seed of 5,000. Five is the seed of grace. You say, Pastor, I want to sow a seed of 5,000 into this work. Come forward very quickly. Very quickly. 5,000. That's all. That's all. Come quickly. Come quickly. <laughs> My PA was hearing the testimony in church some two Sundays ago. I found it amusing. I followed me to a meeting and I took a seat and he emptied his account to give. And just a month after, he got a car. And about three months after, he got another one. Brand new design. If you are coming, come quickly. Have experienced all seasons. But I know it's sweeter when the victory has come. Sweeter. Season of lack is never permanent. 
most little season of provision when you trigger the right thing and you are in the right place season of loss is not the end of the day Pastor Banji for years I was dedicating buildings for my sons and I didn't have any fantastic building but when God moved in a period of few years we have five major properties in Ibadan we have two streets named after us times and seasons that it has not happened for you does not mean you are slow it means it's not the season yet I'm here today as a catalyst to speed the rate of reaction of your compensation stretch forth your hands father thank you you called me you anointed me as an agent of compensation I can share testimonies to tomorrow I release into these hands their utmost compensation in the name of Jesus for every lack let there be provision for every loss let there be restoration for every lateness let there be compensation in the name of Jesus let them be compensated in the name of Jesus shock them and surprise them make their testimony the testimony that we encourage men in the name of Jesus thank you because it is so in Jesus name we pray amen just shake me God bless you 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 any other person God bless you God bless you look at me everybody I want to pray I want to pray if you want any of the materials you have to get it quickly tonight because tomorrow I'm on my way everybody look at me I'll share a testimony with you quickly and I'm done I came to preach in the church not too far from here and when I finished preaching I said there is somebody here you cry all through the night and you said to God that it does not pay to be good I said God said repent then you will see the manifestation of God's goodness I just gave the word walked away. It was literal and I had a testimony. <laughs> the girl's dad was very good. Trained several people's children. Unfortunately, he died early. Nobody to train them. The mom, a widow now. The landlord said, sleep with me. The woman said, no. Landlord, give them quick notice. They didn't even have money to get another house. She went back home and said, God, I've repented to do something. But yet, nothing had happened. Then she thought of one of persons she used to know. She was going to the person. This first taco, that's why I'm sharing the story, to go and beg. As she was going, she had somebody call her. <laughs> she didn't answer. This person called her a name. Chiyere. She didn't answer. 
The Bible says, Chi! Then she told anybody that called me Chi must know me from home. But she looked at the man. She didn't know the man. She said, Where are you? I don't know you. The man said, See my life, oh. Chi, you don't know me again. I'll be your brother now. She laughs and I know get brother. Say, it's your papa that sent me to school. I used to live your, in your house here in Festac Town. It's your father that helped me to travel to London. Then the guest shouted, Brother, it's you! Hugged him. What are you doing here? The man said, I don't know. I got to London and just forgot everybody. But something moved me and said, I should come back home. I don't know for what. How is brother? The brother is dead. Is dead. Oh, brother, don't die. How your mama? She's dead. Where are you going? I'm going to see somebody. Uh, this, this, this happened. The man said, yeah, no wonder. I didn't know why I came. I've never, I vowed that we never come back to Nigeria. Something moved me to come. It wasn't something, it was someone. He said, go and look for house. Meet me. Uh, former first act, uh, what's that hotel now? Former first act, 17. Golden Tulip. He said, that's where I'm staying. Come and meet me there. So the guy came back. And said, but I don't find you. This was years ago. He said, I have to pay, we have to pay one year. And it's two million. The man said, no, what, what kind of stupidity is that? He said, oh, can ask anybody. That's how it be for first act, two million for one year. Nonsense. When I told you to go look for a house, who is asking for rent? I want to buy. And I need to do it one week before I go. The lady came back to church and started crying. God is good. You will testify of his goodness. God will order the steps of somebody to come and bring your compensation. You will walk into divine alignment. Your testimony will be healed. So will it be. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a good night.